And as if by divine providence, your Detroit Tigers coming off the All-Star break, refreshed, mm-hmm. yeah. relaxed. Yeah. They weren't overtired. Proved they had the grit to put some distance now between themselves and hail to the chumps, the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, I know they're a whole game and a half ahead of us now. Jeez, I don't know how we'll ever catch you. Probably can't be done. Probably can't be done. I mean, much in the same way, uh, there's no possible way Cleveland holds that six and a half. Ring the bell. Lead over us. Get out the chalk. Guys, I'm Williamson. Getting, I'm buying the, the t-shirts. Chalk. Buying the t-shirts put now. Put that on the Cadillac board. <laughs> you can put that on the board. Yes. Uh, three game series. Did we both, uh, I don't know if we did it on air or off air. I but think we, we both thought Detroit would win two out of three. We both said Detroit it was going to win It turned out that Kansas City kind of blew two of the games. Well, uh, you can't a walk off home run in a tie game. Well, but we you never should have tied it. We we here's do you know how they tied the game originally? We walked in a run and then Wild pitched in a run. <laughs> yeah, not to mention V-Mart getting that very impressive uh infield single that scores two runs. Oh, and that was the other game. Yeah, the the winning <laughs> run scored one. on a infield single that bounced off the pitcher's glove to the empty spot where the second baseman should have been. And he wasn't cuz they shifted. And and in game 2, the Royals score four runs before the first outs recorded and Thank I just you. texted you. GG. Yes, we're done here. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Yeah. There's no way we're coming well, back from that. Look, 2-1, I can't be too upset. We didn't get swept. Didn't you know. get swept. I mean, here's the deal. 2-1 uh, in either direction probably doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot, except for the fact that now we're up a game and a half instead of being down a half game. We have Cleveland three games in a row now. And then I think... Fullback. And then Texas. We have like all these first-place teams come up in a row. So I think we're going to find out for the Royals, at least, in the next week and a half. What you made of? Buyers? Sellers? Well, I don't know. I mean, I we have a lot of injuries right now. So uh, here, let me paint a picture for you. Yeah, the Royals over the next week go one and six. Yeah, one and five. Whatever okay. the whatever okay. comes out to be, drop to ten games behind Cleveland. Right. at this stage, I think of the they're season. eight back now. So. Yeah, uh, and Eric Hosmer traded to your Detroit Tigers. Oh, that'd be interesting. I don't know where we'd put him, but we'd we'd put him in left field, I guess. I guess you'd have to. No, you'd put him at first, and then Miggy would have to DH. But then you got V-Mart with nowhere to go. Well, too bad. Well, he's game-winning infield single hitter, so you can't replace him. Well, that's the reason this would never happen, probably. Uh, You would think that that would not be the direction. Hosmer used to play left field, though, didn't he? No. Third base? Mm Mm-mm. I thought he used to play one of those positions. No, he's like 6'4", dude. He's always been a first baseman. 6'4", what a monster. Yeah. What an ogre, am I right? Right. (laughs) Gracious. That's pretty tall for baseball. Baseball players aren't necessarily that tall. Frank Thomas. First I ran base. into Frank yeah, Thomas. Frank at, Thomas, first baseman. I ran into Frank Thomas at the W once, and oh, you yeah? know how I knew it was Frank Thomas because mm. he's a giant. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> I was like, my brain. I went, "Is that Frank Thomas?" And I go, "Yeah, of course that's Frank Thomas. <laughs> he's an older man who's six foot seven. <laughs> nice. You got to do it. Hey, everybody. Hey. You have made it back to the next thrilling chapter of Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, there is stuff to talk about this week, Brent. Are you excited about the Republican National Convention coming to Cleveland? I don't know if that's the Home word. Home of winners, yeah, Brent. It, it, is, it is interesting. It's interesting. And I know that's a vague word. I think we're going to get a lot of interesting things happening mm-hmm. over the next week in Cleveland. Not, I would say, Kansas City Royal Series notwithstanding. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I think I mentioned that. I got. I got to mention this. This is sports related, so I can okay. do it. Paul Ryan. Have you seen this story? Oh my goodness. Paul Ryan. They're in Cleveland. Yeah. Very famously in Cleveland, yeah. I would say. Like they really made a point to say we are in yeah. Cleveland. And Paul Ryan, uh, as he's speaking uh, earlier today or last night, yeah. as we record this, uh, <laughs> somebody in the audience threw him a terrible towel, and he started whipping it around. Brent, where 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 are the terrible towels from? What team does that support? Uh, I believe that would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
who are hated by Cleveland. Hated by the city of Cleveland. <laughs> and here's Paul Ryan, in famously in Cleveland, whipping around a terrible towel. And where's Paul Ryan from? I, well, he's from Wisconsin, Wisconsin. right? Wisconsin. Yeah. So he should know better. He should know better. I mean, I'm not saying that necessarily like he's a football <laughs> fan. He is a sports fan. He will claim to be a Packers fan because he's this, from Wisconsin. This, for some reason, reminded me of like uh, when Ted Kennedy was calling Sammy Sosa, Sammy Suser. <laughs> and Mike McGuire. <laughs> Mike McGuire. And Sammy Suser. <laughs> That's one of my Just favorite so- <laughs> clips in the history of mankind. <laughs> I absolutely love. Here's the deal. Uh, politicians, can I say this out loud? Politicians, no matter who you are, yeah. should not be getting involved with pop culture and should not be getting involved with sports. It's- Obama did that one time too when he when they asked him about the the White Sox yeah. and he, he he said he said Paul uh, he didn't say Canerco he said the wrong name or something. Right. Uh, Obama did one. I mean, here's the deal: if you're knowledgeable, go for it. But yeah. if you're pandering, stop it. You look like an idiot. Right. When 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 Hillary Clinton said everyone should Pokemon go to the polls. I <laughs> that's pretty funny. I grabbed my forehead. It yeah. was terrible. <laughs> it was here's the deal. That's something your mom would say in front of your friends to embarrass you, right? <laughs> like God bless her. You know uh, she might be the next president, but uh, that one that one was cringeworthy, and I think everyone should be allowed to admit it. Much in the same way, uh, Mike McGuire, Sammy Suser. The one time I give him credit was when <laughs> President Obama uh, threw out the first pitch at Nationals Park, and he snuck a White Sox cap right into his jacket and then put it on before throwing the first pitch. Right, it was a troll move, and it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was great. Pretty funny. That was, I mean, but it it displayed knowledge of the moment and knowledge of your team. Right. Uh, it's or like when the mayors of the two cities they uh, they they go they do the bets mm-hmm. on the Super Bowl and we're yeah. going to send you X amount of crab cakes right and you're in Seattle so you'll send us twenty pounds of fish right like that stuff is great yeah more of that please less of whipping a terrible towel in Cleveland not knowing where the bleep you are and the dude was wearing a wearing a James Harrison jersey anyway they gave him the terrible towel I don't know if you saw that should be a hint. I did not see that, but it yeah. should be a hint. You know yellow and black, or you should know that those aren't the colors of Cleveland. And if you don't know that, then just say, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> or read the towel. The towel probably said Pittsburgh on it. I saw some some apologist article saying, oh, Paul Ryan whipping up the Philadelphia, the, the Pennsylvania fans. I was like... That is not what he was doing. No, that's not what he was doing. He had no idea what was going on in that yeah. moment. Yeah. He's a politician. He politicizes things. Doesn't follow sports. Let's just keep it real. Yep. Uh, but we have other stuff besides uh, politics. That's that's the most political I think we've ever gotten on the show, Brent. Is it? It might have been. We usually don't. We usually don't get too political on this show. We might say a thing here or there, but or I mean, sometimes we're politically incorrect. Just like Bill Maher. Yeah. Just like Bill Maher, we're also not found on late night television. Thank you. Well. On basic television, cable, yes. I guess, counts. But uh, we're going to be talking about the All Star Game. We've got a few thoughts of that. Wrapping it up, the home run derby. We made, we made a bet, Brent. We did. We did, and uh, we got to pay that off, or do we? Uh, we got to talk about preacher. Yeah, and let's face it, we can come up with some NFL topics. Oh yeah, always, always. So let's go ahead and we'll get right to it after three seconds of the Rolling Stones. The All-Star Game came and went. The Home Run Derby came and went. And Brent, we made a bet on this. We mm-hmm. made a bet on who is going to win the Home Run Derby. Yes. And who is going to win the All-Star Game. Mm-hmm. Loser takes the winner to a Dodger game. And we and finished. We said, well, we both, you won the all, the Home Run Derby. 
Even though I did agree with you that Giancarlo was going to win it too, I just didn't have the first pick. It happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, and then, well, did do I have to pay you off? Because I had the American League winning the All Star Game, but actually it was just the Royals that won the All Star Game. So does that does that mean you know that- what? It's a push. We revert back to the only <laughs> one that was official. <laughs> you lost the bet, Brent. Thank oh no. <laughs> Can you? I, I saw such a funny. Uh, so dumb. I, you know the New York. You know the New York media is just brutal, right? Oh yes, they are. Uh, so Terry Collins has to go up against the Royals again. Not that they didn't do enough damage to him in the World Series last year. Well, he did the thing that he maybe should have done in the World Series that maybe would have pushed it over for him. Oh yeah, yeah. Not play any. Not Mets. play any Mets. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the <laughs> option. Yeah, he played all of his available players except for the two Mets that he had. Familia and, and someone else. And the New York media went nuts with it. They were just like, no wonder we lost. We didn't play all Mets. Well, and uh, and, and then Terry Collins, they're asking him about Eric Hosmer, who ends up being the All-Star Game MVP. For example. And he says, I'm tired of bleep Eric Hosmer getting all these bleep big hits again. Well, the cool part about it, Terry Collins, is you don't need to worry about that because your team's not making the playoffs this Thank year. Thank you. Keeping Thank it real. You. I picked them, and they're not making the playoffs. That seems crystal they're clear to me right now. okay right now, though. Uh, for the record, though, doesn't look like the Royals are either, so... Yeah, falling I mean, apart at the seams over there. Well, they're still above 500, and we're still within striking distance of the wild card, just like Detroit is. I'm not saying it's impossible. No, I'm just saying that there is a hill to climb. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but uh, you know the best the best second half team has been in like the last five years. Your Detroit. <laughs> no, it is no, not that it's at the all. Kansas City Royals it would have to be. Yeah. So yeah, um, you got a great story though about the uh, the All Star game with Eric Hosmer. Uh, oh yeah, he Eric did Hosmer. win the MVP. He did win the MVP. deservedly too. Had had a solo home run off. Uh, Oh, <laughs> him and Sal Perez both hit home runs off the former Royal Johnny Cueto. That was amazing. Cueto. Yeah. Cueto, 13-1 against the National League, 0-1 against the Royals in the, in the All-Star game. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess uh, Hosmer was 2-2 two for two and had uh, two of the RBIs in a 4-2 win. And he was about to get taken out of the game because it was sixth inning. And I guess Miguel Cabrera, who was about to come in, goes over to Ned Yost, Royals manager, and says, hey, Oswald's having a good game. Let him get one more at bat. He might win the MVP. Yeah. Boom. That's the kind of guy Miggy is, though, right? right? Like, he's like, man, I want to share so it. He's so lazy. He doesn't even want to get out he's there and so bat. lazy. How dare you? <laughs> he's like, no, I'm good. I don't care. <laughs> I'm good. I'll hey, play. I'm, f- uh, I'm not quite finished with this pot pie. Uh, could Hosmer pat one more time? Listen, I'm only I'm only half. It's really hot, and I don't want to burn my lips. I've got this entire jug of red vines over here. Thank you, and Dr Pepper <laughs> that will not finish itself. Yeah, how dare you? So like, there's a lot of respect between Hosmer and uh, you that's know, good, Miggy. Yeah, that's good. I mean, here's the deal. Uh, why not? Why not? I mean, Miggy likes to mess around, especially with other first basemen. Oh, he has a lot of fun with everybody. Yeah. yeah. He gets to first base. Like, other guys like get to first base. He's yeah. always, like, pulling up their underwear, yeah. yanking he's, on their shirt. He's like that character from Key and Peele that likes to slap of the ass. You're not wrong. <laughs> I slap of the ass. <laughs> don't do it. We don't want ah, you here. Ah, no, don't, ah. don't, don't. <laughs> that character's so ridiculous. It's so stupid. <laughs> Well, like most Key and Peele, it's wonderful. Oh, doesn't he have to go to some kind of, like, eventually some kind of, like, support group where he's not supposed to do it? And yes, I think there was a follow-up <laughs> sketch yes. where he can't control himself. <laughs> so dumb. That's great. Uh, but, yeah, congratulations to the Kansas City Royals for single-handedly winning the All-Star game. Well, you got to call and, it like you see it. And then, uh, you know, that gives uh, whatever American League team gets the World Series, home field advantage. So, as a Detroit Tigers fan, I thank you. Yeah. Because this is the year. Absolutely. Could, well... 
All you got to do is make the playoffs, and then that, nobody though, but knows. I, but I do think the way you know, you guys, Verlander's pitching better. I'll give him credit; he's pitching better. That Fulmer guy's really good right now. Your rookie. Hopefully he, you know, sometimes those rookies fade off at the end of the first year, but we'll see. When we get Zimmerman back, he was uh, doing great Zimmerman before he got hurt. When Zimmerman comes back, yeah, and then... Uh, if K-Rod can just lock it down in the bullpen, that's oh, maybe asking boy. too much. You know but... what? Why, what do you think about Detroit since the, since the Yankees are almost going to be sellers? If they can't get together in the next week and a half, they're going to have to start selling, and they, they might... Wasn't this a guy that you guys had in your system, Andrew Miller? Wasn't he a Detroit Tiger? He might have been, yeah. Uh, here's the deal. I've been saying that I wanted the Yankees' uh, bullpen and or closer mm-hmm. since, I think, week one of the regular season Andrew starting. Andrew Miller or Batances, I believe. One of those two could could go to you guys. And that would be, that would I mean, to me, that would make the Detroit I'm Tigers ask, a lot scarier. I'm going to ask the question that mm-hmm. the girl in the old El Paso commercial asked. Mm-hmm. Why not both? What do you mean? Both of them? Why not both? Nah. Buy, buy, buy. We well, sold last year. The fans are not going to tolerate selling again, especially right. since we got to look at it. Mm-hmm. Buy. Buy everything. Get a starter. Get another bat for the outfield. That, get new, two relievers. I, I feel like that's not your new GM's modus operandi. Uh, he saved money last year by dumping Price Cespedes famously. Mm-hmm. Uh, spend it now. And both of those guys. Rent whoever we got to rent. We want to make having, a run. Both of them having all-star seasons. <laughs> well, we were in the World Series, what, 2012? Mm-hmm. It's been four years. And like I say, that sell last year when we were right around 500 was very distasteful so to Tigers fans. What you're telling me is the last time you were in the World Series was during Obama's first. We just we want one more before the man leaves Thank office. You. Thank is you. all we're trying to say. Okay. We would like one more. Uh, do you think the Royals are going to start uh, buying or selling? Like, I mean, well, it, I don't it, know. It'd be a hard pressed for that team to sell right the, now. The problem is, how big is that window? It's about two more years. Yeah, because that's we've got. So we've you got can't everyone be tied selling. Up. We can't be selling, but I don't know if we're in the position to buy. We gave up a lot of our big prospects last year. You know. Yeah. So at some point, they know that's coming up in two years. They need to kind of restock. But Kansas City is also a market that isn't afraid to take six to ten years to <laughs> rebuild the thing that's from true. scratch again. I could see them taking a chance on somebody that's like a th- three starter that's maybe had some injury problems coming back and yeah. hopefully, you know. Because if, if they don't make the playoffs this year, I mean, that raises a lot of question marks. Because right now they're actually Doesn't starting to, they're paying people now. They're re-signing people to big deals. I guess. I mean, you they can. They lost can, they were going to lose. I can explain it away by, we've had so many injuries this year. I mean, you know how that goes. Some seasons you just like, well, you half your team's out. You can't expect to that's half the royals you can't expect half the royals to to me the mentality's got to be a little bit more urgent though because it's like if you have a team like the royals who have not had long-term success and are now in a window you got to maximize every single year of that window i think what you're saying instead of talking about the end of the season i think you're talking about the trade deadline they need to go out and get somebody that's what i mean yeah yeah absolutely uh what now you had this list of jerseys you wanted to talk about right over here i thought it was interesting uh what's the premise of this uh article this is uh Based on sales from MLBShop.com. MLBShop.com, okay. Uh, number of jerseys. sell the official Top jerseys. 20 jerseys sold in the first half of this uh, baseball season. So we're talking about the last three months, basically. April, May, June, July, yeah. Ish, yeah. yeah. Well, since January. Since January, okay. So, so this year so far. Because some guys could have gotten traded in January. So, you know, Since the end of last postseason right. to right now. Right, correct. Okay. How many Royals and how many Tigers? And let's see if you can guess who they are. Okay. My, my initial let's thought... The, let's go with the Royals first. You asked me this before mm-hmm. the break, okay. and I said, I think two Royals... It's probably more than two. The answer is probably closer to four to five. Okay. Realistically, though, with all the stars of baseball, it should be about two Royals. If I was going to guess, I would say um, uh, Eric Hosmer mm-hmm. should be one of them because okay. he's got a look. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's he's got success. Mm-hmm. 
and Salvador Perez would be the other one because oh, you he mean, is... You he, mean the guys, the two guys that hit all the home runs during the All-Star game? For example. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he also gets a lot of All-Star game votes. You have to assume they're... Un, I don't understand why, but there are a lot of fans out there of Salvador <laughs> Perez. Well, Salvador Perez is great, dude. He's like um, one of the happiest, most fun. He always does the Salvi, you know... Gatorade bath that everyone's copying now. Like every game, he does that. Yeah, I mean those are my it's my job. That's what he says. It is Uh, maybe there's a pitcher in there who maybe a starter I'm blanking on or something. Like who's their big starter for the Royals right now? I'm blanking on everything. Volquez, Volquez, maybe Uh, Ventura. Yeah, I wouldn't see that. Uh, Here's the deal. My guess, my thought would be realistically it should only be those two. Maybe Moustakis because of his postseason last year. Although he got injured early. He's been injured all year, so I wouldn't assume. Okay, so I'll tell you this. There are four. There There are are four. four. So my first thought was. And the first two were correct. So who are the other two? And I'll tell you they're not pitchers. They're not pitchers. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez, oh, Pete's. Okay. So that takes out Wade Davis, well, who you could think would be one of yeah, them. Yeah, Alex Gordon's not there. Al- Alex Gordon is, is he one of back them? number 15. Okay, well, he got hurt as well, so. Yeah, he's back now. Is he back? Okay, uh, let's he's see. He's hitting 200, but he's back. Yeah. Shouldn't, shouldn't be one. Of, here's the deal. Shouldn't be him. I'm, to me, this guy is might be my favorite player on the Royals. Is it Moustakis? Not Moustakis. Okay, who is it then? I'm blanking. Lorenzo Cain. Lorenzo Center Cain. Fielder. Okay, yeah. I totally forgot about Herman Cain. Yeah. Uh, being on the team. Now, how many you said how many Tigers are going to be on this list? Correct. Because I thought realistically that that answer should also be two. But we're only talking about the top 20 players. So I'm guessing Miggy's on the list. He would almost have to be. Okay. And then I thought maybe Verlander would be the second uh, player on that list. Uh, you know, chance at Justin Upton or V-Mart, but unlikely. Okay. Uh, that would be my guess. Uh, those would both be incorrect. So what would, what, how many? Zero. <laughs> Zero on the list. Which that I is, didn't even know when I looked it up. shocking to me. It is kind of shocking. I mean, I guess let's, let's go over the names and we'll see if any well, of them. Real quick, the other yeah. thought on that would be the peop- everybody who would own a Miguel Cabrera jersey bought it before this Probably year. Probably had one already. So uh, it got but, a long-term success. You okay. Know. How, how many guesses do you think it would take you to guess the number one? The number one player? Yeah. I or would've... how about the number f- uh, top five? Top five. Okay, just off the top of my head, I would say Bryce Harper. Nope. Would be likely uh, 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 Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant, number two. Which should be on the list from the mm-hmm. Cubs. I mean, they should be younger players who are just up and coming right okay. now. Okay, so you got one of them, number two. Uh, Chris Bryant. Uh, Steven Strasburg, maybe. Nope. nope. Uh, yeah, he's not really up and coming anymore. He's been around for a few years. Oh, my goodness gracious. I don't know. I'm blanking on the uh, rest. Think about the premier pitcher in baseball. The premier pitcher. Oh, uh, Arietta. Jake Arietta. Nope. Cy Young winner last year, premier pitcher in baseball. The other premier pitcher. Johnny Cueto. Nope. <laughs> I'm totally drawing a blank on Kershaw. Oh, Clayton Kershaw. Still. Yeah. That's so, so wild, I guess. Okay, yeah. well, here's the deal. It is L.A. He's popular, and there are lots of Johnny come lately. He's constantly yeah, there's another the L.A. area player. Yasiel Puig. It's pretty obvious. Albert Pujols. Getting closer. Uh, Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Mike Trout, Mike obviously. So here's five. the deal. Now I'm just mad at myself yeah. for not getting Mike yeah. Trout. Uh, who rounds out the top five? Uh, we got Anthony Rizzo. Also from the Cubs? Yeah, that's surprising to me. Uh, you know, here's the deal. Cubs jerseys are at a premium right now. As soon as they were the favorite to win the World Series coming into this year, yeah. every mild Cubs fan ran out and bought a jersey. Yeah. That's obviously what this list is teaching me right now. Uh, number one player. Uh, I'll give you a hint. This guy has big pop. Oh, uh, David Ortiz? <laughs> <laughs> so in his retirement season, number one, David Ortiz. I guess that makes sense. He's in his retirement. He's season. in his. Re- here's the deal. It's safe to buy an Ortiz jersey if you're a Red Sox fan. Yeah, it's the same way. It's just like a, if a you ever get see this like a player starts up and coming for your team and you really want to go like for me, Amir Abdullah. I really want to go buy an Amir Abdullah jersey. He's gonna be good this year. He is, but at the same time, it's like we just don't know. He's unproven. Yeah. I went out and bought a Stafford jersey uh, uh, not that long ago. Like I would so, say, like four years ago. Four years of regrets. Uh, never. 
Never a moment. <laughs> How dare you? I know. He gets you a playoff win every year. But I do have – shut up. I do have a Ty Streets jersey. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wait a minute. <laughs> You're afraid to buy an Abdullah jersey and you have a Ty Streets jersey? Well, the Ty Streets jersey was on the $10 rack well, at ever, uh, get past? Did he ever get past the uh, practice squad? Is he, that... he played. <laughs> Here's the deal. He was the $10 uh, – uh, does your stadium do this? They have like the $10 they're not here anymore jerseys at the stadium. Oh, they always do So if you want to buy the value jerseys yeah. – yeah. Uh, I bought a value jersey okay. because it was the new style, and it was t- like ten bucks or twenty bucks. And Ty Streets played at Michigan, so I, I was blame happy you for that. I, guess. I-, I like that jersey, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, so anyway, but that's an interesting list right there, Brent. It is. Uh, but since we're, we're already talking about also NFL, no Yankees on the list, that's well, crazy. They've been kind of in the dumpster for a couple of years, haven't they? Yeah, but you would think somebody like well, they don't spend money on the big stars like they used to. One of the like Tashera or somebody like that, maybe. Yeah. I, or, but again, if you'd already have that jersey. I guess all the names aren't that big right now except for the closers. And, yeah. and, you know. and they're going to be playing for Detroit soon, hopefully. Oh, wow. I'll put it out there. Uh, anyway, we're already, we're already talking about NFL. Let's keep going and talking about NFL, right? Okay. After three seconds of Adele. Hello. It's me. So, Ray. Yes. Apparently. I am here. Our two teams. Yes. Uh, uh, your team, I will say, has suffered misery. 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 And still has a lot of fans, I believe. Uh, shockingly. Yeah. Here's the deal. Whenever I run into, here in Los Angeles, anytime I run into a Lions fan just mm-hmm. out and about, I'm always just like, why are you doing it? Yeah. And, and Kansas City, <laughs> also known a fan base very loud. Very passionate. Well, Kansas City, even when the team was mediocre, which has been... Most of the time. Most of the time. I mean, they're never bad. They're yeah. never great. They're just yeah. okay. Yeah. They always are known. Even before I moved well, to L.A., I knew that Kansas City Arrowhead Stadium was one of the loudest stadiums you in the country. You only say we're not great because the three times we've had home field advantage throughout the playoffs, we've lost to a wildcard <laughs> team every time. Yeah, that is correct. But yeah. you did win a playoff game last year, so maybe, maybe fortunes are changing. Sure. And we should have won one the year before that when Andrew Luck... you know. Outscored us like thirty-five to nothing. Hey, we should have won one two years ago too. Oh, I know. I hear you. What's, no, what are we saying? I'm just saying we're close to winning and then won one. Anyway, there's, there's a, a study, study from yeah. Emory University. Yes, and they use metrics. They use smart metrics, people metrics. Metrics. Now, what the metrics were, we could talk about whether we agree with them. Well, it's like money spent on travel, uh, times mentioned on Twitter, times mentioned on Twitter. Like they uh, probably people. How many people liked their Facebook page? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stuff that I mean. To be fair, I mean. None of it paints a, a, an accurate picture, but maybe all of it combined at least paints a picture. Yeah. Uh, for the sake of argument, let's pretend like their methodology has merit. Okay, and then we'll, for the sake of argument, and then we'll mercilessly destroy it, and we will destroy Thank it. You. Yes, that is a fact. So, your team, the Detroit Lions. Now, what they what they measured is thirty two fan bases 32 ranked fan in order bases. Yeah. of how good the fan base is for each NFL team. Correct. Just to make sure that everybody at home, we didn't leave out any information here. So That's your, what it's about. So your Detroit Lions. That is correct. Number 21. Number 21 How do you feel about that? It's about where I would expect them to be. Really? There's a Well, Lions fans don't necessarily travel. Okay. <laughs> I mean, and compared to other NFL teams' Twitter accounts and Facebook pages, there are like 3 million likes or whatever on the Detroit Lions uh, uh, Facebook page on likes, and most of those people are very negative. Okay. And the people in the Packers have like 15 million. Kansas so City I, Chiefs. I'm not surprised. Kansas City Chiefs, number 30. Now that surprised me. It's very surprising, said, isn't it? Do Chiefs fans travel though? I mean, they like, do. Do they? Okay. Yeah. Well, I would have thought we would at least have been ahead of Detroit, and I'm not saying that in a bad way against Detroit. It's just that I feel like Chiefs fans are they're in the heart of the Midwest. 
It's kind of like Nebraska fans. Anytime you get a chance to leave Missouri and Nebraska, you do it. Wait, you're telling me people don't take every opportunity to leave Detroit? <laughs> like, yeah, well, it's true. But you <laughs> put it out there. I know, did. But a lot of your teams, a lot of your teams in your division are very close to you guys. Chicago. That is correct. It's We've easy got, to travel to Chicago. Kansas City, you're like, oh, we can go to Oakland. Oakland. Right next to, well, <laughs> right next to San Francisco, to be fair. Yeah. And San Diego. But what does it say? Now, I know you have to take at least a little bit of joy from this. Mm-hmm. The Oakland Raiders are ranked right below you at 31. That's shocking to me. That's I thought Oakland Raiders had one of the top fan bases ever. I don't know, really. Some of the most yeah. vocal, some of the yeah, most passionate. Some of the they loudest, dress in but costumes. They, as we learned, they murder people. As we learned during the, the Democratic nominating process, just because you're louder doesn't necessarily mean there's more of you. That is correct. Yeah. I mean, to be fair. And uh, was there any doubt who 32 was going to be? The Jacksonville Jaguars? The Jaguars? Is there yeah, a fan base that's less... Well, I would, you know, there's a couple of these teams. Like, I wonder about wh- how they how they measured this because they have the Cowboys at number two, and if you're talking about how many times they're mentioned on Twitter, yeah, we were mentioning the Cowboys all the time. All their guys that got arrested. Yes, that's correct. That doesn't make you more popular. But I'll tell you right now, and and I, I think that the people in in higher level media than we are, if you rip the Cowboys on Facebook or on Twitter, people will come out of the woodwork to flame you about mm-hmm. it. Like if you rip the Lions on Facebook and Twitter. You might get some heat back. And Lions fans, there is a portion of the fan base, myself included, that will send like a, come on, man, you know, what are you doing? But the Cowboys fans get aggressive with it. The same way I imagine Patriots fans defending Deflategate, who are the number one fan base. Patriots are the number one. It's easy, it's easy to be a Patriots fan. Okay. It's easy to be a Cowboys fan. Right now, Broncos are three. It's easy to be a Broncos fan. Okay. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, to me, there's one team on here when I look at them, I was like, this clearly shows that this is not a valid whole the way they took the information in no way shape or form is this valid based on this one certain team and maybe maybe it's what i'm okay there's one direction i think i you would take this you tell me what's the team i would the pittsburgh steelers pittsburgh steelers okay you went in a different direction than i did the pittsburgh steelers ranked i don't even see them 18th 18th i see them as like one of the best traveling top three Best and and best achieving. Uh, Go to any sports bar in Los Angeles any day, whether they're playing or not. There are people in Steelers jerseys there. Maybe they're super annoying, but they're there. I respect Steelers fan. I will put that out there right now. I have, you know, I'm not, I'm not a Steelers fan. They're the their fan base is so good. They make me want to root for them. They're the Patriots without any of the accusations of cheating. Yeah, would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I mean, they do have a, a, a polarizing figure in Ben Roethlisberger on top. Well, but, but in the last 10 years, he hasn't gotten in trouble. Okay, and he's not accused of cheating. He's accused of maybe not being a great guy. That is correct. Okay. He's kind of a meathead. I think that's a fair statement. He's Absolutely. a meathead from Ohio. That's fine, of mm-hmm. course. Um, you know, Number I, I, 18, though, I clearly think they're a top five, top three. To me, the Browns at 23 is the surprise to me. I think they should be 31 at best. Hmm. Like the Browns, what are the Browns doing? They've had no reason to be successful. They lost their, they lost their team, Brent, because they didn't support them. (laughs) The Browns uh, uh, right now, and the Cleveland Indians for that matter, have one of the lowest attendances in the entire uh, baseball. Cleveland fans are bad fans. They're loud and rowdy when they want to fight people because they're drunk, but they don't actually support their teams to the level of they need to be taken away from them. You might be. You might be right about that. Here's another one. Oh, so the other one I'm thinking of, and maybe this is who you were thinking of when I when when you when I was talking about Pittsburgh. Yes, the Packers at number Green 11? Bay at 11 was the other one that stuck out to me. Not even in the top That's ten. That's the team that owned. 
Their fans own the team. Look, I hate the Packers on record. You know this. I hate Packer yeah. fans on record. Do I respect their quote unquote loyalty? Yeah. Uh, I think they're mostly bandwagon fans, but do they show up in droves all the time? Yes. yes. You can't fight that. Yes. They're, one of the reasons they annoy me so much is because they're always flipping there. They're always there. They're always howling. But that's a very, like, Kansas City, I would say Kansas City compares very favorably with them. Even when the team is not good, which for the Packers hasn't been They went from Brett Favre recently. to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So as a, as, a, as a team fan that shares their division, go bleep yourself, Packer <laughs> fans. But number 11, that's ridiculous. That's a top five team, too. Uh, to me, you have to, even though I hate them, yeah. you have to put them in the top five. I'm sorry. They, have the, they, they also get a ton of play online. They, they're, again, very vocal. They're always there. And every, everybody, you, every single time they win a big game, how many uh, cover photos and how many profile pictures change to Green Bay symbols from people who have never mentioned Green Bay before? Yeah. All the time. So, please. I mean, you have the Steelers in between the Jets and the Falcons. Does the, do those three teams... <laughs> Why are the Falcons even on the list? I would just do 31 teams and leave the Falcons off of it, right? And do you see a team in the top 10 that you're like, There's, they are not a top 10 fan base in the NFL? Uh, Baltimore Ravens. Maybe. I don't. Cons- I would consider them in the middle at best. Okay. Uh, they're ranked number nine, and then I would say the the Forty Niners, mm-hmm. uh, the Bears, Giants, Eagles, Saints. I get all that. The Saints I fans are very get patient. The Saints, dude. I, uh, here's they the were the Aints ten years ago. Let's be honest. Give it two. Here's the deal. Give it two more years of mediocre six yeah. and ten seasons, and then remove Sean Payton and Drew Brees from that team. We talked about it last week. Yeah. That fan base will drop from eight to twenty eight yeah. overnight. Right. However, I see right now why they're there because they haven't lost all their fan base yet. Okay. Because they're still they're still. That's fair, I guess. Uh, but the 49ers at number four. Uh, I understand long-time 49ers fans, but, like, I don't know. Maybe it's, they, did, they were in the Super Bowl a few years ago. Yeah. I don't know. That, that seems a little high There's to me. There's a lot of Niners fans. I would put them around number 10. Yeah. I don't know about number four. Number four is where the Steelers and the Packers should be, yeah, not where the 49ers should be. Yeah. Because you got to take somebody out to put somebody in. Right. And po- Patriots, Cowboys, Broncos, okay, that's fine. I can see all three of those. Um, but yeah, then then you round it out with the Steelers and Packers, pretty much across the board. Bills twenty eight, I guess that's about right. Yeah. How many Bills fans do you know personally? Like two? I don't know, but who should be higher, Bills or Chiefs? <laughs> I think you know the answer to that question. I think so too. And Rams at twenty nine. It's only because they're not uh, 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 they haven't approached L A yet. Right. They'll be top ten very very soon. Oh yeah, L A has got so. a lot of people. I would think so. <laughs> and a lot of people who hate the people who move to L A, like me and you, yeah. <laughs> who will embrace the Rams. Only because they're not whatever other team that we're rooting for in Los Angeles. I have nothing against the Rams, especially since they're not in St. Louis anymore. I'll have something against the Rams one time this year. Yeah. And that's when we play them in Detroit. Nice. <laughs> Late in the season. Uh, anyway, that's the uh, top teams. We're going to come right back and talk about Preacher after three seconds of Neil Young. Because I'm still in love with you, I want to see you. I liked this last episode of Preacher a what? lot better than the couple before it. Can I go and put that on the record? Finally. I found myself enjoying it. It's almost like I, 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 I chastise you and I waved my finger as I am right now. I waggled it in your face. Well, a bunch of interesting... Thank you, Brent. He's at, <laughs> for those of you at home, because this is an audio medium, he is, in fact, waggling his finger in That's my right. face. That's right. And all of a sudden, you change your tune. I liked it. I did like this episode. I turned you into Jeffrey Lyons, liking every movie. <laughs> What am I, Gene Shallot up in here? That's right. Every movie is great. <laughs> I like everyone. Gene Shallot approves. I will never shave this mustache. Wow. That's, if you're under 30, you have no idea who that guy is. Well, he died yesterday. Did he? No. 
Oh my god, that would have been no. shocking because I didn't hear about it. Is Gene Shalv still alive? I can't believe he's still alive. So he's yeah, alive and well, Ray. He is alive and well, and uh, positive energy, Brent. That'll get you the a far. The stash and the fro are alive. And how old do we think he is? He's almost ninety. Jeez, pos- Brent. Negative energy will kill you early. That's what I just learned. Yeah. Well, he's positive. That's he's right. The most positive review. That's right. He literally loved because for those of you who are too young to remember, Gene Shaw was a guy that was on TV all the time reviewing movies, and he there was literally no movie he did not love. Was he like the Doug Henning? Remember Doug Henning, the crazy magician? Okay. Right? That kind of looked like Gallagher. Uh, he was the the Doug Henning of movie forecast, just like super happy about everything. Uh, everything uh, was amazing, like Rip Taylor. Yeah, a bit. That's a great another reference for old people. <laughs> uh, anyway, preacher, Got, people under thirty, you have your homework cut out for yeah. you. Three people to look up: Gene Shalit, <laughs> Doug yeah. Henning, and Rip Taylor. And Rip Taylor. Good luck. <laughs> You're going to look at us and be like, I don't think I can listen to these guys anymore. <laughs> they know some weird stuff. Uh, this episode of Preacher, King Cannon wants to tear down the church. Tear down the church. And Preacher... We found out what he meant by, finally, serve God. The God of meat. The God of meat. <laughs> I'm not even sure what that even means. <laughs> well, he, he provides meat for people. It does. He worships meat. Then why did he kill those four people? That still doesn't really explain that, does it? Because they were against his meat. They were against his meat, so he had to serve the God of meat by killing him. Yep. That's literally as deep as it goes. That's I believe so. Okay, you know what? Fine. Why not? I mean, until we have... The, I mean, weren't they like kind of green, uh, you know... They were environmental... Environmental people, people. yeah. yeah. Um, I, I guess, and you know what scene I'm talking about. The ser- season has to end with that scene, right? With Kin Cannon and the, ahem, God of Meat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. If it doesn't end with that being a part of it, I, mm-hmm. will, I will eat my hat. How great was that makeup for Jackie Earl Harry? Because now we... Haley, because now we see the younger version of him, which I th- believe is closer to him, actually. Yes. And now the other, yeah, because like, he was look, he looks kind of well, rough. In he gets that day. he gets that team together to tear down the church with bulldozers and guys in Confederate okay, yeah. gear for hey, reasons yeah. I don't fully understand. Yeah, this is a, this is a show that I think is just going to keep making weird choices and just never even try to explain it away. Like you're the fan, you explain. Well, it away. but we already saw them doing their uh, their uh, reenactments in their Civil War gear. Yeah, I guess that's so true. But why this, he would wear it here is a little well, bit strange. Well, because they don't have actual soldier gear. So that's to them, that is soldiering. That is soldiering on. I mean, the South will rise again. Intimidating, overcoming in our, you know. Overcoming one man in a church, you know, yeah. the way that the underdogs do. <laughs> a couple things didn't make sense to me with that whole thing. They kept He kept kind of sniping down at them. But then later on, they were like shooting at him. They didn't know where he was, and they were shooting directly at him inside the church, even though he supposedly was up above sniping Well, down he knows them. military tactics, and they don't, so maybe they weren't even looking up. No, but he, but they knew. He kept saying, like, he's got the higher ground on us. No, all right. And well, all this, I'm know. trying to give him benefit of the doubt, but no, it didn't make any I sense. I mean, it didn't kind of make any sense. Uh, and he ends up shooting that guy. He shoots his wiener off. Oh, yeah. That was rough. That was weird. Was strange. Yeah. Uh, they all back out, like you would, too, if people were shooting And he just kind of came out and was like, Hey guys, uh, shot off my wiener. I'm holding it in my hand. Guys, it's just you know. Well, to be fair, depending on how many uh, uh, nerve endings are in that moment, in <laughs> maybe that he was in spot, shock. I guess the he thing would is, have he was, to be. He was in shock. He's just guys, like, I got my hey, wiener in my hand. My wiener, and uh, uh, I probably need to go to the hospital because uh, he shot it off. Yep, yep. yep. That's weird that he, he would shoot it off through his clothes, though. It's a little that was strange too. A little weird. That was strange too. Um, and then it turns out Eugene is back from hell, Brent. Mm, except he wasn't. Except he isn't. What is that? Is that that's a that's a, a doppelganger? That's a satanic no, trick? No, it that? was his. Because this, this is so far it, off the comics. I, I, I have believe no idea. it was Jesse's conscience. You know. Oh, you so you just think yeah. it's like him in his head wishing him back? Yep, yep. Because he was wished him back, and then all of a sudden he's like, he "Well, use, you know, I'm not real." Did he use the power on himself and would just wish him back in his own head? 
I think Jesse's losing it a little bit right now. Okay, fair you enough. Know. And he lost the spirit. Speaking of losing it, yeah, the spirit went in the coffee can, and then because it's a powerful godlike spirit in a coffee can, it just escaped and went back into Jesse again. Yeah, and then the angels just left to formulate a new plan. I a guess plan. I'm not a little I guess bit clear do it on the that. other way. Uh, so yeah, so Jesse and how about how ingenious was it with the guy, uh, the son of King Cannon? Mm-hmm. He goes in and he shoots out his eardrums. The guy who he made, I don't remember his name. Put a is, gun in his mouth. Made, made him put a gun in his mouth. Made him the guy who made wore the squeal. Confederate outfit. Made him squeal. Yes, and uh, yeah, and he shoots out his eardrums so he can't hear Jesse Custer, mm-hmm. but he could still read his lips. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit weird that the power didn't still work on him. Yeah. It's if you hear it. Uh, this power is as quickly morphed into whatever we need it to be in the moment, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was very, very clear cut. Here's what it is. Here's the, you know what we talk about? It doesn't matter how crazy it is. You establish the rules, mm-hmm. and then you can play around with the rules. Yeah. The rules in the comic book were, if you don't understand what he is saying, you don't have to follow him. It's if you understand it. So there's a plot line uh, halfway through with the Mossad group who wants to capture him for religious reasons. And they intentionally get uh, henchmen who don't speak a link of, link, link of English, don't mm-hmm. understand any words at all, uh, can't do any of that. So they get him to capture Jesse so he can't talk his way out of it. Right. Here, though, it's well, a little looser with the rules. It works on dogs and crickets hey, somehow. You know what? They're lesser beings. <laughs> and uh, it also works on, a, a, doesn't work on people who can't hear you, even if they can understand you. Right. Flubity. So just a little bit flubity, that's all. So what's interesting to me is you're finding all these flaws with the show, yet you still claim that you like this better than I thought this episode was more enjoyable than the other. And probably because Tulip was barely in it. Is it partially because (laughs) too you're just kind of you're just kind of now you're kind of accepting of what they're doing. Maybe the they've beaten it out of me. Uh, yeah. I think because so much of it had to do with Jesse and the Angels, and yeah. was, that was fun. The stuff with Jesse and Quinn Cannon, and uh, we, we get to oh, flash God. back to that was, one scene with yeah, Quinn Cannon. Oh, we finally uh, holding got to see. the what's the difference in the guts between uh, this cow oh and my, my daughter. What the? And the Dude. family dies in veil, like mm-hmm. all fall off a ski lift that was apparently a million feet off the ground. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he, there's a reason he's messed up in his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a reason that So that was Quinn Cannon's family? Yeah. It was the uh, Quinn. They all had Quinn Cannon. Like they were at a oh, family reunion. Oh, I didn't even notice that. They, yeah, yeah, you picked that up, and I didn't. That was that. his family. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So they all died in veil. And that's why he had all the coffins in his office. Yeah, I, I realized he had all the coffins. So I I don't know why I didn't put those two things together because it was, was like, his family. Yeah. Huh, where's his weird family come I, from? Where? I guess I like this Quinn Cannon character so mm-hmm. much, and I like Jackie O'Haley's performance so much that if you just focus the show around him, I'm probably going to like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's I guess what I'm coming Although down. He with. also makes you just like kind of ill. Same time. Oh no, he's horrifying. Yeah. But that's what I like about him. He's horrifying, but he's like he's that kind of crazy that he's always composed. He's always under control, I like the whole, and that makes it worse. I like the whole. Uh, okay, we're going to charge at the church one more time. Uh, you guys with the bludgeoning type weapons, your axes, your hammers, your bats, you're probably going to get shot at. You know, you're going <laughs> you to have to accept it. It's like he treats them like they're his pawns and oh, yeah. his soldiers, not his employees. It's like he's playing a game of chess where he's like, you know, well, some pawns got to go. This is what's going to happen. Yeah, uh, you know, some of you, some of you going to go. Two episodes left. Is that it? Two episodes left. This yeah. is episode eight. Well, good. Here's the deal. Uh, I like the way it's headed. I like the way it's going. It's going to end with the destruction of the church, and I would hope the the meat god monster. I hope so. I'm hoping. Like that's the two. If they don't show me those two things, I'll be unhappy. I think I we've got to it- see another shot of Air Star. Yes, and, and uh, it Santa looks Killers. like we're going to see the Santa Killers again next yep. next week, based on the that, maybe that's where the movies. angels are going to go get the Santa Killers. Maybe that's oh, finally that's where they're going because right. they did leave. That's probably uh, right. And then Jesse got arrested. Mm-hmm. Not that that's going to matter. He can talk his way out of the cell. I didn't quite understand why he got arrested. Uh, he did shoot a guy and shoot his wiener off. Now it was on was private property in Texas. Private... Yeah. So yes, it doesn't, doesn't really make sense. Yeah. I mean, what about all the militia outside of his church shooting at him? 
Don't worry about None that. None of them got arrested? The people, like, uh, uh, and I think legally speaking, like, Queen Cannon might actually own the church, so it is potentially Queen Cannon's property. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's the theory. But why does he need him to sign off on it, then, if he already owns it? Yeah. And, and, and as if, and to one more thing, as if I don't like, as if I don't hate Tulip enough, she adopts a beautiful dog mm-hmm. and then feeds it to Cassidy. Yeah. How does she get Cassidy tied up in, the, in her room, though? Well, remember, he poofed in the sun. Oh, that's right. He, he blew up in the sun, and there must have been oh, something man. left of him that yeah. she pulled out of the sun before he totally so she's vaporized. she's got this gnarly... She's got some husk of a dude. Husk of That they Cassidy. do not have the budget to show us. Oh, not yet, anyway. And so she's got to feed him blood and living creatures up until the point where he's healed enough. I mean, I don't. you said before you thought that she was in the vampire cult. I don't <laughs> think so. I think she's trying to bring him back because she likes him. I didn't say that. I was joking when I said that. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> you said that off air, and it, you kind of, I thought that was a real point you were making, because you were so no, earnest when you said it. I was saying something about... Oh, dear Lord, I was saying you. that I was saying that she was a succubus, a different... Kind of like on uh, True Blood, where they just kept yes. adding more supernatural creatures. Thank God, because you said no, that I off don't. air, and I, I thought that threw me for a loop, because we just moved on, and I, I thought guess, you were serious. I guess okay. I never did tell you that. <laughs> I was just being really sarcastic. Okay. thank yeah. God. Uh, so anyway, uh, here's yeah. the deal, Brent. Uh, I'm... I'm still relatively unhappy with many aspects of the show, yeah. but they're doing enough to keep me going. I'm looking forward to it every week now, though. I'm looking forward to the next episode, for sure. Here's the question. Is Melissa still watching? No, she's way out. Remember that episode we I said? I was she, right! You remember that episode we said that she's yeah. out, and I said she'll probably be stubborn? Yeah. Uh, she's out. Anyway, we'll be right back to wrap up the show after. Three seconds of... R.E.M. <laughs> about direction wonder why you have stand in the place where you were and that's the show for this week brent yeah is that exciting i found the thing i actually had it on my on my desktop the whole time what's that gotcha again <laughs> daily news oh geez oh Pete's. disappointed familia sits this one out gotta love those new york press man they're brutal but they're funny they are very, Daily very news, funny. Picture of Hosmer doing the peace sign up in the air and saying, gotcha again. So trolly. That's rough. That's rough. Um, but anyway, Brent, uh, that's the end of the show. We yeah. got to get out of here. You got you to get the, your stitches out or whatever. It's pins out day, right? Yeah, there we go. I'm sure I'll have something else on my hand now after this, but I won't have pins. Hey, you won't look like Wolverine anymore. That's right. So do it. Uh, Scratch. You see this? I scratched myself. I, my my thing that's fell rough. off the other day, and I scratched myself on the neck, and it literally looks like... It looks like somebody like hatcheted you. Yeah, thank it's you. It's not good. Uh, anyway, Brent, we got we got a contact information. We yeah. got to hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast, uh, Twitter at Ray Brent Podcast. You can hit me up individually. I am at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. And uh, we got people want to thank Brent. Got to thank Jeremy Buck in the Bang. Got to thank the train wrecks. Got to thank Jordan Monsell, the artist. Monsell me some art. Go to jordanmonsell.com or Silhouettes by Jordan on Facebook and buy art from him. And we got to thank our intrepid producer, Dino. D. No. Yeah. See, even you call him that now. We no. don't have to even give him his whole name. I just repeat what you say. He doesn't because deserve it. Goes easier that way. He doesn't deserve it. Although I, he probably does. Thanks for he, producing the show. Hey, he does a great job. Uh, anybody else you want to thank, Brent? Uh, Eric Hosmer. Of course. I knew it was be Eric Hosmer. For being a winner. Can't, can't argue it. Yep. Any other week I could argue it, maybe. Not, next week you can argue it. I'll say it again you can argue it. Here's the deal. Guaranteed. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Peace. You're gonna have to drag me out in chat.